0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Chat for the Back podcast. Like always, Ben here hosting, along with my co-host Scotty. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Yourself? Not too bad. Bro, right, another week, another episode. We're, we're getting
1: back on the grind. We're getting back into it, mate. That's it.
0: Uh, I think I think now that, it, even though it was February, COVID, when I got COVID in February, it really did knock, knock me around and take my energy levels out for so long, eh? Oh yeah. now I'm on that. Have you had it yet or not?
1: Yeah, I'm i I'm still covid free.
0: Bro, get a lot of ticket. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I
1: ticket. I might like get in that 80 million or whatever it is. <laughs>
0: it, yeah, end. Oh bro. It, um, yeah, as I said, it sort of ruined me. Like you obviously anyone that listens to the podcast knows like we had that mad spell where we didn't really have anything. And I think that I'm putting that down to me just losing motivation for things with coronavirus and all that. And obviously, in the last couple of months, I've started to get a, get all my confidence back and get my, my drive. Again, we're pushing on now. And especially now coming, coming into such a crucial time there, where you've got the AFL, NRL wrapping up, you've got A League be able to start, the Australia Cup coming up to the final, NFL starting. Premier League kicking into overdrive soon. Got the World Cups coming up for rugby league and and FIFA like World Cup. Oh my god, man! This is coming up to a busy part of the year. It's, it's going to be awesome coming up the next couple of months, eh?
1: Mate, I'm excited, mate. I'm very,
0: very excited. And um, also in the next week or so, we're going to have uh guest guest host on the show as well, uh with, with us to talk a bit of cricket. with the the of cricket due to come up in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to get some cricket talk on as well.
1: Hey, here we go. Big, yeah, so should, big man things, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, should be getting uh, uh, stridey on. So, oh, nice, um, nice, yeah. He's got another pod, he's got his own podcast as well. So, we'll plug that when he's coming on and all that, even though it's sort of be over with the world cup coming up for the rugby league, he might be able to touch a bit on that. But uh, did you watch much of the sport over the weekend, Scotty? Or, um, yeah, I watched.
1: I watched the a few of the NRL finals. Yeah, so I got I got sort of into that.
0: Yeah. So because that was really all like we had a bit of that. I had like the AFL and all that, um, like the Champions League and Europa League and the UEFA Europa UEFA Conference Europa Conference League. Last week, obviously, couldn't watch any. There was no Premier League or Championship League One, League Two, whatever. Because of the passing of the Queen, so yep, to, to Her Majesty, yeah, to Her Majesty. Like I know people don't care about stuff like that, but like for us, like we we've, we've got British upbringing,s pretty much as well. So like for us, it's pretty made devastating up. news. Yeah, um, I will one say one second to the Queen, to the Queen. But um, I will say <sighs> I was at the Sharks game on the weekend. And then the way the minute silence was held was amazing.
1: Yeah, like that's that's uproast respect. No one made a peep. So, uh,
0: there was a bit of a peep, I believe, in the Roosters rabidos game. I wasn't sure on that because, like, I know you weren't there, but we had our soccer prezzo on Sunday, Arvo. Um, man, that was a big day. That was a good day. Did you end up getting the keys each? <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, a good day. Big game of. Football came out and yeah, no, it was a good day. You missed a good day, Scotty.
1: Yeah, if I wasn't working, I would have joined in for hundred percent. So I yeah, would have brought but, about two bottles. Yeah, <laughs> pro-
0: probably would have gone through them all. Yeah. Moving on. Now we'll get touch on a bit of the overseas football. Um, again, like obviously we can't. There's not much to talk about in terms of the Brit- the stuff in Britain, but um, mate, Champions League's underway. Yeah, it's finally kicked off. Were there any results that, that caught your eye over the, the Champions League? Obviously, Chelsea uh, lost 1-0 to Dinamo Zagreb.
1: Yeah, that's that
0: result sort of shocked me a little bit. But uh, I know it's the one you don't want to talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah, get, go on, mate, go on.
0: I don't mean to scare you, but Napoli.
1: Oh, mate. We should have won that game.
0: Oh, man, you just like... It's almost like you've got... Well, really, you were down 4-0, mate, so... I
1: know. Like, I would have actually taken the 1-0 loss over a 4-0 thumping. Yeah. Like... Lucky we got one, but
0: still. Yeah. Well, I suppose at least, at least you did better than Victoria Plazen losing 5-1 to Barca. But insane saying that for... Nothing against Plazen, but, like, to only lose 5-1 to Barca, Barca at the, the Camp Null... Far out, that's a huge result. Oh, yeah, no disrespect to anyone that Victoria presents. Like, I've... If, you, if they're listening to the show, awesome! But, um, man, it's that you got to be proud of that result.
1: Oh, yeah, 100, mate. Like, that's hard earned victory. That,
0: but, um, you've also got Tottenham did Marseille, FC Bayern did Inter Milan 2 0. Uh, What are some of the other results? Atletico Madrid did Porto 2-1. Let's go. PSJ did Juve 2-1. Shakhtar did Leipzig 4-1. City 4-0 over Sevilla. And uh, the one we were actually talking about last week with Ange and Celtic, 3-0 against Madrid. And you know what? Watching that game and watching some of the Celtic stuff this season and last year, Ange did stick true to his word. They did not change their game plan.
1: Yeah, I noticed that when I watched a little bit of it. They they were exactly the same. And they
0: took it to Madrid. It took Madrid a long time to break to break him down.
1: Yeah, like surprisingly long. Like it doesn't Madrid's usually the one that cuts through everyone. But yeah, so they really troubled Madrid in that first half. Yeah, like it was absolutely it was actually surprising.
0: Yeah, um I was I'm actually Looking forward, looking forward to see how they go throughout the rest of the rest of the Champions League groups, they Because obviously, they it's not the easiest groups, but I mean, if they put in that performances, they really should be doing it in Leipzig, and they can easily do it in Shakhtar Donetsk.
1: See, I believe Celtic could beat those teams.
0: Oh, very easily if they put in those sort of performances.
1: There's no reason why they can't. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. But. Uh, Consid- Considering how well they're playing as well. Oh,
0: 100%. But then you also had the Europa League on. Arsenal 2-1 over Zurich. PSV had a one all with Bode. Bode uh, Rens had 2-1. <laughs> uh, Fenerbahce 2-1. Roma lost 2-1. Uh, Helsinki from my ancestry country, Finland, lost 2-0. A uh, few other ones there. Saoirse's dad did United one 0 Unfortunately, Lazio did yard 4 two. But really, United lost. Surprised by that?
1: Yeah, I guess Real. your dad. Yeah. Like that's but, uh, w- what's United doing there? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, you look at the starting lineup.
0: Its proof is in the pudding. Whenever he starts, United have lost this season. Harry Maguire,
1: mate, like is the proof's uh, uh, in the pudding. He else he United going forward. Well, well, mate, like I think he has to because every time I've seen Maguire on the field, it's just a problem.
0: Exactly, they seem to lose if he starts the game. They seem to lose.
1: Yeah, so like, what do you do with him? Just put him on the bench? Do you get rid of him entirely? Do you just not play him at all?
0: I don't know. Maybe you yeah. well, he can't really get rid of him because it is. there's no windows now until after the World Cup. But if he's not going to be playing, as we stated last week, maybe we're looking at the fact that Harry Maguire
1: isn't going to the World Cup. Well, maybe if he... like, I'm assuming he's selected already, but...
0: He's playing himself out. If, if he's in the reckoning, he's playing himself out realistically with his performances so far this year.
1: Yeah yeah like I don't know if he's going to put a massive spectacular performance playing for England or is he just going to play like he usually does going oh yeah this is just another game well, another day but
0: that's the thing cuz he, he usually when he plays for England he's usually killing it it's just for some reasons at united he doesn't do the job but it's getting to the point now where if you do it for England why aren't you doing it for man united exactly right and, i think
1: i think we stated that last week yeah, like if you what
0: not a lot of United fans that have sort of said, "You know what? Get rid of him." But the thing is, for the money that he's on, there's not that many clubs that are going to be willing to pay that sort of money for Harry Maguire, especially given the performances he's dishing up.
1: Yeah, that, that that could stab him in the back a little bit, because I don't think anyone's going to pay quality money for someone who's subpar now.
0: Oh hell no! You're not going to pay money for someone that does the job in the national team, but not in the club for the club. Like I, so, hope he
1: re- I hope he realises your club performance affects your actual national chances of getting into it. So,
0: 100%. Something needs to happen there, even if it's... If he doesn't get picked for the World Cup, even if then in January they look at putting him out on loan somewhere, maybe try and get... Maybe that can build his confidence up. He comes back next year and go, goes bang again for United, but it's
1: um a lot of question marks over Harry Maguire. Uh, there's severe questions to be asked, actually. So... Yeah, he needs to up his game somehow. So don't know what but, he's gonna do, but you know, yeah.
0: who knows? One hundred percent. But um, but in saying that, there's a surprise leader of the Bundesliga.
1: Oh, I haven't checked that yet.
0: FC Union Berlin are leading the Bundesliga at the moment.
1: Hey, come on!
0: We've spoken about it before on the pod there's a documentary on YouTube through one of the copper 90 channels about union Berlin. Check it out. It's an amazing story about the club and realistically it's the way I, in saying that we've spoken in the past with Jamie, um, I think it was early last year when there was the, the failed super league talk um, about the ownership structure in Germany and it all, it's always worked like obviously you have the regular, Bayern Munichs and Dortmund's up the top, but it's good to see someone like a Union Berlin, a Freiburg, Hoffenheim sitting in the top four.
1: Oh, like I love seeing that! Like just the underdog sitting in yeah. the top four, it's like you'd love to see it. Well,
0: like you look at the the love story everyone had the other year when Leicester won the Premier League.
1: Yeah, it's like same, same, same.
0: Like that's the sort of thing you love to see. You know what I mean? Everyone loves that good underdog story, but it'd be so, amazing to see. But I still think Bayern's going to come through strong. And
1: well, really, get the it, really, it's not the German league; it's more like the Bayern's league. So yeah, it's it, to, uh, like I love seeing Union Berlin up there, yeah. but
0: yeah, it's always Bayern's league to lose. Realistically, 100%. going to every season, like nothing against all the other other sides there, but realistically. That's usually how it is, especially in the last ten to fifteen years.
1: Yeah, unfortunately it is true. And they've got they've got a quality side still. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um also I want to touch a bit on one of the one of the stories that's sort of been going around through the through from La Liga. So you've got Anton Griezmann, who's on loan from last year and this year at Atletico because Barcelona's got all their well, publicized monetary issues. Yeah, Barcelona's now looking at taking Atletico to court, saying that because part of the the, tra- the loan agreement is he's only allowed to play so many minutes. But apparently he played too many minutes last year or something. And they're now saying that that now makes the move permanent. Man, have you? I'd never heard of any, any sort of transfer, like loan deal like this where. A player goes to a club, but he's only allowed to play so many minutes. Usually, you will the only reason you loan players out is you want them to get minutes. That just sounds like a dodgy transfer. 100 percent.
1: Like I've, I've never ever heard of that before.
0: Yeah. So, well, that's the thing. Like, if you look at it, he's only come coming on and playing like no more than no more than thirty minutes every game. Because otherwise it becomes a permanent and they've got to pay extra money. And it's like, man, it's just,
1: okay. It's so, yeah,
0: it's really hard to explain. There's a lot of articles I've read that do describe it really well, but man, it's, but again, you say it looks shady, but man, it's Barcelona. You look at Barcelona the last three, four years, everything looks shady there.
1: Yeah. Like I read an article that they just sold, they sold off $800 million worth of club assets just to get themselves back up. So yeah, and then oh. there was some of the assets that they sold.
0: Like there was, I think there was some television broadcast rights to like Barcelona shooters or something to broadcast games. They sold that to another company, who's then sold it to another company, who's then sold it back to Barcelona. So Barcelona is technically paying their own money to themselves, if that makes any sense at all.
1: That's, that's uh, okay. Fair enough, I so guess. It's like,
0: it's like me selling the rights to stream a backyard football game to you for a thousand dollars you sell it to someone else for a thousand dollars and then like i'm paying them a thousand dollars so then it's like it's just that money it's just still technically my money it's still technically my thousand yeah, yeah, dollars
1: yeah, yeah you okay, know what uh, i mean
0: like it's
1: it's it's a very roundabout way of doing things though.
0: like well i'm still technically paying myself i'm still getting the thousand dollars at the end of the day but it's like you know what I mean? it's just like it's so like, how is, like, it's just stupid that they can be allowed to do that. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, it like, seems,
0: it seems to go, it goes completely against the financial fair play situations.
1: Well, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. Like you should, you definitely shouldn't be doing it. Oh, hundred percent. Because yeah, it's just, I can't wrap my head around it. It's just weird. Yeah. But
0: they're getting away with it. And unfortunately that's the way it is.
1: Yeah. Well, but, in Spain uh, anyway <laughs> Yeah
0: But um, we said we weren't going to talk too much About the English stuff We can't because there weren't any games As we stated earlier But we can talk about something major That seriously Literally 12 hours Not even 12 hours, I don't believe After we finished our, rec- our recording last week For last week's episode No, it was news- like
1: it was like 10 minutes <laughs>
0: Yeah But the news out of Chelsea That Thomas Tuchel had been relieved of his duties Honestly, i don't right? I wouldn't have sacked him? I wouldn't have, like, same as like I wouldn't have sacked like Bournemouth. Like, he's and he's the second casual, managerial casualty in the Premier League this year because Bournemouth already sacked Scott Parker, which I think was stupid given the games that he had. There was they sacked him for too many losses, but you look at the games he lost, he was always going to lose those games. Best result was a draw, but um, yeah, so Thomas Tuchel has been sacked by Chelsea. To be replaced by Graham Potter. Hmm. So so I'm getting in early for the start of next year. Sorry, Graham Potter, you have been sacked to get sacked by Chelsea. Because seriously, it I don't know, man. It's I know the previous Chelsea owner, we won't say his name because of his links to different issues going on in the world. But um, like yeah, he did go through managers, but he didn't go through the he. He wouldn't sack anyone this early in the season. Yeah, no, you usually, especially see... especially when they're not doing too badly in terms of results on the table.
1: Yeah, like it, you wouldn't see a sacking unless it was like halfway through, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like unless, unless it's absolutely dog shite, then you're like, well, you can have to go. Well, like, look at them;
0: they're in six. Okay, yeah, it's five still not behind.
1: bad. They're five points behind Arsenal,
0: but you're in six. Like, you're not. And end of the road, sort of levels, you know what I mean? Like, you're still right in there with the mix.
1: Well, yeah, and it, it's what, like game eight or something?
0: Uh, they've played six games,
1: yeah. So, it's yeah, it's early days, you're not even double digits yet,
0: yeah. Like, 10 games in, maybe for, for like you get to maybe start in November, end of October, start in November, you can sort of go, okay. We expect to be higher. Maybe this isn't what, maybe it's time to move on. But again, bringing in Graham Potter, like, okay, Graham Potter has a great record. He's done amazing things at Brighton. But going to someone like Chelsea, where success is, success isn't asked for, success is demanded at a club like Chelsea. I think there's no disputing that.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Like within the Big Six, you expect to for you get as high as you can in that six. So yeah. if if you're gonna drop down, well then I'm sorry. Well, as soon as you drop, time again. Yeah, but um,
0: that would be interesting to see what he can do with a squad like Chelsea. they, I think they have one or two guys that he did have. Who knows? They already know what to expect. So. Maybe they they've already put in the different group chats that the, the teams will have to what to expect and maybe it could pardon the pun brighten up Chelsea's future for the season. Oh God, that was terrible but yeah, um,
1: <laughs> yeah um, let's we'll have to wait and see what he can do. Um, I will.
0: but um speaking of his former club Brighton, uh, they appointed last at the end of last week obviously for the round of matches it didn't go ahead. Uh, what was it? Adam Milana, I think, got installed as interim manager. I don't... It'll be interesting to see who takes over. There is the talk of... I've seen different p- bits and pieces talking that Ange Postakoglu could take over, Big Ange, but I don't know. He said he doesn't want to leave Celtic because he's still his project that he's working on. And honestly, with what he's doing at Celtic, I I don't think Celtic wants him to leave either.
1: Well, I'd say, like, Ange needs to stay there. Like, yeah, he's... He's doing great with the club. Um, well, there's
0: even been talk of Ange potentially taking over from Pep Guardiola at Man City.
1: Well, yeah, like even- um,
0: eventually when when he when Pep leaves.
1: Well, let's. I, th- I think he just needs to see what he can do at Celtic because it's really a Celtic Rangers league. Oh, it so, always is. So let's see how far he can get up, like with Celtic, and yeah. then move on to um, even a bigger club. Oh, 100 percent. Nothing against compared to Celtic, it's not
0: that big of a club. No, no. Um, Celtic
1: Celtic was smashed Brighton anyway.
0: Oh, hundred percent. You look at the players they've got. It's and as we stated before, you look at how well they did against Real Madrid in the Champions League.
1: Yeah. And, but, and um, that helps them again. Celtic is a Champions League team. Oh exactly. So then might, you look at they look might at, get kicked out, but yeah. they're still a Champions League team.
0: Oh exactly. But um speaking of the Ange coming from the, who moved over from to Japan onto Scotland, but originally, obviously, comes from Australia in the A League. One of his former sides suffered a huge, huge cup set in the Australia Cup semi final. yesterday at the time of recording, a <laughs> Sydney United semi professional club, in the Australia Cup
1: final. Yeah, I know. Hey, eh? like, and it was. Have you seen the goals? Oh, mate, they they were awesome.
0: Oh, man. The second one, from what I saw, the second one was a bit of a deflection. Am I right?
1: Uh... It looked like it copped
0: a little bit of a deflection to loop over. No, it was a flick on. No, that was the winner.
1: That oh, was the no, third was goal. A bit...
0: The one before that, I think it was the second goal from just outside the box. I think oh, it was a bit of a... Yeah. It took a bit of a deflection from, from what I saw, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, like it, from what I saw, it did take a nick. Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly if it was intentionally hit or it was just yeah. a just a accident, but it did take yeah. a knock.
0: But yeah, so Sydney United three 2 over Brisbane Raw in extra time. Honestly, I don't know. Obviously, the Sydney United supporters saw that coming. I didn't see that coming. Obviously, you have to think. Considering they didn't make the NPL finals this year in the yeah in the, competi- the, in the New South Wales NPL they didn't make the finals this year, um and obviously playing against an A League side that did some had some pretty good results against Euro- British and European opposition in the preseason,
1: yeah, pretty like, surprising result. Yeah, like I, uh, I thought Brisbane it's a quality A League team, yeah. like it wasn't last year because of some. Bad results and all that, but yeah. they're still a good side. And like United, as you said, didn't even finish, make the finals in the MPL, and yeah. they're in a final of a cup. Like, right. how, how's this happened?
0: And they could they could still potentially play another non A league side because coming up,
1: yeah, in, it's um...
0: in a couple of nights' time with time recording, but I think tonight in the time of listening, you've got Oakley versus MacArthur. So, yeah, Oakley, that's what I want. Yeah, about. so, but then you could also have again Macarthur. I mean, Macarthur versus Sydney United that would be a huge crowd. Oh, mate, like
1: it, it, let's um, well let's let's get the game first, but yeah, like but um, if Maca- Oakley... Macarthur and United that that'll yeah. be be a big game.
0: Yeah, but if Oakley put in the performance like they did against Sydney FC in the in the last round, there's every chance they could do Macarthur in. Um, They seem They seemed to play Sydney FC off the park in the last game.
1: Yeah, like uh, Sydney FC, I reckon just got outplayed.
0: Yeah, it could be a long season for Sydney FC coming up. I feel.
1: Oh, it's going to be like. Like I don't reckon we'll make finals.
0: Oh no chance. But um, God forbid we come last. But yeah,
1: yeah, I'm um, looking a little bit shaky.
0: Yeah, but uh, get in now. Who's who's your tip for the game, Oakley or Macarthur?
1: Uh, I'd have to go, I'd have to go MacArthur.
0: That's good. Cause I'm going Oakley. I'm, I'm... I'd am i love to see an all NPL final and then it'll come down to who gets accepted into the AFC cup, cause I... AFC competition. Because remember the winner of the Australia cup gets accepted into the AFC cup, like the second tier.
1: That is well, true. Yes, yeah, yes. Well,
0: the, it's like the Europa League. Um, so you got the Champions League, obviously the A C Champions League, but then you've got the one underneath it, which is the Asian equivalent of the Europa League. So it'll be interesting to see if Sydney United or Oakley get accepted to that, to that. If, not, if not, it'll then go to either Brisbane or MacArthur, but it would be then trying to work out who that goes to.
1: Yeah. I, uh, you make a very good point, but I'd still go MacArthur.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yet again, wouldn't it be amazing, though, to see that all non A league final in the Australia cup.
1: Man, I don't I don't think I'd say that happened, does it?
0: No. It's yeah, the well, first time a non top flight team has made it to the cup final.
1: Well, there I you believe. go, like so it, I'm really hoping Oakley wins it, but I'm sorry, boys, <laughs> MacArthur. Yeah. But yeah. um it'll be a cracker of a game then. Oh,
0: 100%. But um again, moving on from football into other sports and some even though we typically talk sport Bit of, there's a concert coming up in a couple of months this morning. At time of recording, trying to get tickets for the Sharks and South semi final on Saturday night. Oh my god, that was a punish! <laughs> Seriously, Ticket Tech had the AFL prelim finals, the NRL semi finals, and a concert they all go on sale at the exact same time at 10 o'clock this morning, mate. Oh, I got on, did, I was on Ticket Tech at about Quartered it at about quarter to 10, maybe 20 to 10. I didn't get my ticket until like I think it was nearly. Well, actually, I'll have a look, I can actually see what time I got the code to get my stuff for it. Uh, that came through at 10 past 11, so well, almost in an hour, hour and a half.
1: Oh, fuck, All
0: right, mate. And I'd already got through earlier. To potentially buy a ticket, but it came up with an error message saying web page could not be found.
1: Well, okay, ticket tech, well done. You're yeah. a bunch of idiots. Like seriously, like, why have all three
0: like and that's seen that hour and a half, that wasn't even the longest wait time. There were people that were waiting even longer. And it was like every sort, every set of fans had, had issues. There were issues last week as well with ticket ticket codes not working and everything like, oh my god, it it was a schmozzle.
1: Like you shouldn't you shouldn't have that problem like ticket is one of the biggest selling yeah. ticket websites you get out there yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah. and well one of the issues I found is
0: um, for those of you that listen to the show regularly Dan my guest host a couple of weeks ago Nichols he's helped me out because always I always get mobile ticket because that way it's on my phone I can't lose it I've got it
1: no, Makes can't sense. do
0: mobile. Can't do mobile ticket. Has to be print at home ticket. What? Yeah, I don't actually have a printer at home, so thankfully for Nichols, I've been able to forward through the ticket to him, and he's printed it off for me and saving the day. But like, how can you not like? How can you not offer a mobile ticket? That is that not easier than having people like we're trying to be more in the world. We're trying to be more eco-friendly. Yeah. Well, why yeah. are we having? to print tickets off at home ourselves. It's a waste. Let us have it on our phone. It's not a waste of paper. And that way, you know, people aren't losing their tickets.
1: Well, hang on a minute. Has, that, has Ticket TicketTag always done that? What, mobile tickets? No. Yeah, no, home printed tickets, no mobile tickets. I've never seen it before. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they offer a mobile ticket. Yeah, no,
0: not for this event. Are they dumb? Like, I, I think so, man. Well, the fact that they put three events on at the same time, like you look at, I can't oh, no, even no. remember who the concert is, but it's obviously pre sale for a concert. You're going to want to get pre sale tickets. So people are going to jump on for that. Oh, but yeah. the Th- AFL. Like,
1: fair enough. That was absolutely stupidity. Um, the fair.
0: AFL prelim final between the Swans and Collingwood, but the SSG, So that's like forty-five 000 to 50,000 people nearly. Everyone's going to be online for that. You've got Sharks yeah, versus South. Yeah. Uh, uh, the new Allianz, there's 40000 there. That's going to be huge demand. You've also got Parramatta versus Canberra at, at, at Combank. Combank, yeah. Massive like, crowd for that. Everyone's going to be online for tickets for that. You're going to have that rush. Why not do... Here's a brilliant idea, Ticket Tech, next time you have an event like, a situation like this. One lot of tickets go on sale at 9 a.m. The next lot, you put up at 10 a.m. The next lot, you put up at 11 a.m. The next, and you just go like that. And for the concert, you know what you do? You, you've got all these finals that are coming up this weekend. The concert's not this weekend. What you do, you sell. You make sure you get all these fi- these tickets for this weekend ready to go and get out. And then the next day you do the, con- the pre-sale for the concert tickets. So at least that way you're taking some of the strain off of the systems.
1: We'll do the pre-sale on the weekend because the sports uh, the finals are going to be placed on the weekend anyway. No one's going to be
0: be on the site. Exactly. You want to get those finals tickets out. out. It's literally coming up. There's a game on Friday. So you've got, you know what I mean? Like you've got four days, not even. So you want to at least get that done before the concert. You know what I mean? Like it just makes sense doing it that way.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just have a tech there so your site doesn't crash. You'll be fine. Oh, 100%. So that way makes sense to me.
0: One hundred percent. But unfortunately, like always with corporations like that,
1: sensible decisions don't make sense. Well, please, that was Ticketek had no sense in whatever decision they made. So I don't think they ever do. Well, you may have got me there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh well. Hopefully, they learn.
0: Oh, can only hope, ho- I can only hope that things get better for the rest of the series, that there won't be any issues to worry about. But even the issues, with their situations like this, the issues are rectified.
1: F- yeah, just... Yeah, just you're right. Hopes yeah. and praise. Queen, make sure it happens.
0: <laughs> oh, 100%. We need, something needs to be done.
1: I'm with you, mate. I'm with you.
0: Even if we look at bringing in ticket sale regulatories to make sure things like this don't happen again and they stagger the release of different events I don't know something needs to be done
1: yeah just yeah you you need they need to brainstorm whatever the crap they're doing in that office so yeah find a better way or something oh 100% 100% other than that we can't help you so exactly (laughs) anyway yeah Sorry, Ticket 100%. Tech, but it's true. 100%.
0: Let, let, let's make Ticketmaster the, the leading tickets, ticket sales in Australia.
1: Yep, that's it. It's happening. You heard yep. it, people.
0: Yeah, and we'll now move on to the NRL finals from the past weekend. What we got coming up this weekend. Mate, what a weekend of finals action we saw.
1: Jesus, mate. It was, it was intense. I could say that. I think the only one I got wrong
0: was obviously sharks and cowboys I also one of the sharks to win but in my tips I didn't get it wrong I tipped the cowboys I never I never tipped my own team but um <laughs> I did realistically I predict everything everything right
1: yeah I didn't too, I didn't do too badly mine so yeah. I did I did have a bit of a struggle with one
0: yeah. I'll reveal um, that later. <laughs> yeah, but um, mate, as I said last week, if the the Eels needed to be up by eighteen points early on to uh, have a real crack against the Panthers, they had their opportunity. They just didn't. They just couldn't take it, and they and did end up losing. But uh, as I said, within the first quarter, they needed to be up by eighteen points. They lost one nineteen. Like that completely changed. That would completely change the game.
1: Hey, to be fair, as soon as I saw it was 8-7 of the Eels, I thought we could do it. <laughs> yeah, but um,
0: as I said, Panthers too strong. You realistically needed to have that big early lead to start with, but...
1: Like, really, being realistic, it was going to always be a Panthers win. Oh, 100%. Especially at Penrith. But, um... But like when, now... when Eels beat them at Bluebet before, we got... I reckon we got a bit lucky.
0: Yeah. But, um speaking of the Eels losing, they now pl- play the side that would you say was the upset of the weekend? Absolutely. Canberra doing Melbourne. I will say you heard it on this podcast first. I unequivocally, without any hesitation, did say Canberra would win last week. So if you listened to me last week, you're welcome. If you didn't listen to me, I always know what I'm talking about. Listen to me. Um <laughs> Bro, that's... Including that game, the last five in Melbourne between Canberra and Melbourne,
1: Canberra has won. Yeah,
0: like yeah, it's... no,
1: like, like something was very wrong with the storm. Yeah, like they came back a little bit, but But it's... yeah, it was um, it wasn't a bad of a game, but
0: no, well, I didn't get to see, I didn't see it because I was on my way to the Sharks and the Cowboys game. Doing the walk from Northies up to Shark Park, but um, as you do, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not it's not that bad of a walk. I've done worse walks, like the good old uh, walks to the to the old SFS up for Vaux Street, which we don't need to worry about now, thankfully, thanks to having the light rail in. But, <laughs> but um, so did you catch much of that game or not? Really, the Melbourne and Canberra game?
1: Um, I probably missed about twenty to twenty five minutes of it. So what did you
0: make of the game? Did
1: Canberra deserve to win? No, they deserved to win. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, they did slack off a little bit, but they they did actually in the last probably about fifteen minutes get their like defense up, their mojo back, and went yeah. all right, let's go, we're winning this. Yeah, like playing, it was. They they deserve that win. They defended well and yeah, playing, playing with the,
0: the old yeah, playing the old footy philosophy of. You might score eight points, but we'll score ten, and we'll hold you out and backing yourselves.
1: Yeah, pretty much exactly yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: But um, then we'll move on to possibly the game of the weekend. The um, Sharks and Cowboys, mate. Yeah, what mate. A game.
1: Definitely, I definitely have to say it was the game of the weekend.
0: Right, it was. Oh man, oh, the oh, the atmosphere down there was amazing. Oh, you... uh,
1: like uh, all I saw, like I watched it at home, all I saw was just a sea of people. <laughs> bro, bro, There was nowhere to move. Well, I could tell that because I couldn't see. I couldn't see the ground. I couldn't see the grass on the hill. Yeah. The only grass I saw was on the field. Yeah, mate. And, it was insane. and there was buildings, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. It, the, yeah, playing in the Gold Coast, are you? <laughs>
0: yeah, oh man, it was, yeah, it was insane. But like, I've seen some people talking about the result and how it was like, there was a guy sitting next to me at the game. He was the son. And at the end of the game, he was cursing the referee to know them like no end. And I've seen some people online saying it was the referee's fault, the referee's fault.
1: Honestly, I don't think the refereeing was that bad. I think Cronulla just shot themselves in the foot too many times. Yeah. Like, the ref does control the game most of the time. But, yeah, obviously, some bad calls can ruffle yeah. a few feathers. But, at the end of the day, you are the one that's making those mistakes to ruffle those feathers. Yeah. Like, well, I put a post on Facebook on Saturday night after the game um, asking
0: the question, was the result due to the team or the referee? I did say it, that yes it was a 50 50 split I had three people say referee three people say team wasn't well, saying that one of the people said team silver Pepsi um reckons it was a bit of both but um also had Benny Fisher um who I think does listen to the show if you listen to the mate, thanks for tuning in um was talking about the Simbin that led to the penalty goal that uh, and sharks being down for that last seven minutes which obviously, caused the game to go into golden point, well, extra time and golden point, saying it was a sim bin every day of the week. Cowboys had a few calls. Sharks had a few calls, which is so true. Each side had a few calls go their way.
1: Like, yeah, like I, 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 was, did, I didn't but, saw any favoritism, if that's no, what, he, what
0: anyone's thinking was getting at. No, but... no. Well, that's what some people, the guy next to me at the ground was getting into the fact that they wanted the Cowboys to win. I didn't feel that way at all. Everyone's talking about – also talking about the no try.
1: What? Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. The way I look at that – like I even posted on one of the Sharks pages today. The way I look at that is, okay, I'm upset. At at the time, I'm upset because it should – I feel like it should be a try at the time. But looking back on it now, I'm thinking, well, hang on, if I want that to be a try, it's got to be a try – for every other team in the comp. And then there's people saying, like, I'll ask the question on a page, like, if that's a try to Cronulla, are you giving that as a try to other teams? And people are like, oh, but Cronulla wouldn't dive. It's like, I'm not talking about the dive. I'm saying in that situation, viewing it in, viewing it impartially, would you give that as a try to every other team? Oh, yeah. like You know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you're saying before you try start... for Cron-
1: yeah, before you start shooting everyone else, yeah. why don't like, you ever think it, about it? If
0: you're saying that's the try for Cronulla, okay, in that situation, that's a try for every other team. As soon as there's one time that you say, oh, no, 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 like in that situation, if someone says, but it was the Cowboys, it's no try, argument's over, you, you're done. You know what I mean? It's...
1: Yeah, you, like, you, you're quite right. Like, you, you got you have to look at it, like, objectively and, like, smartly.
0: Yeah. Like, I... Well, obviously, we all want our teams to win, but I'm I hate seeing, and I it's one of my biggest pet hates is, and you get it in all sports, the fans that only see it one way, and if it's not their way, it's the wrong decision.
1: Yeah, like you, you know that's what I mean. Why like, you, you, it's that's why you have a non-biased referee, like exactly. well, ho- hopefully. But, and
0: if you if you're out there and you're contemplating whether you are or aren't one of those fans. If you've got to have the thought that, or maybe I might have thought that way, then you are one of those fans. And seriously, just start looking at the game. Seriously, I hate people like that. They only see it one way and won't begrudge another team's decision going their way.
1: Like, I'm a bit the same. Like, every time there's a Liverpool game on, I'm like, (laughs) well, hurry up. Well... Screaming yeah. at the ref, I'll even say like "fuck you, pricks," blah blah blah. Yeah. But I go look at it again. I'm like, well, you know what? Hang that on. is pretty late. That that's yeah. unfair. Yeah. And I will go, all right, fair play, move
0: on. Yeah. Well, it's the same as like there was. I was watching a game with someone at a pub. I can't remember who it was, and it was a sharks game. They were sharks fans, and the sharks are running out for a 20 meter tap from a kick going dead, and they've they've run through and they got tackled. About thirty-five meters out. Out. So they've gone. They've tapped on the twenty, run to the thirty, and got another five meters ahead. And they've been tackled. And the person next to me, oh, that's a penalty. That's a penalty. I'm like, why is it a penalty? Oh, because the person wasn't back ten meters when he touched the ball. I'm like, but the players run ten meters. He's onside automatically. He's run the ten meters. He's put him where everyone onside. They're going. Oh, but that hurts Cronulla. I'm like, that's the problem.
1: Well, to be that, that- that's Cronulla's problem, not I know,
0: but no, but you know what I mean, like, but it's a Cronulla thing saying, "Oh, it's a penalty because it's Cronulla." I'm like, no, that's not how the game works. Like, there is a rule, book, I, mate. Because like... then, <laughs> if that happens, and are you going to call for Cronulla to be penalised for being offside? No, you're going to say, "Oh, he ran ten meters." So, that's what I mean. Like, I'm, like, it's all it's... And good to say a decision was incorrect and it should have gone the other way, but just got to remember, if you say that, then that decision goes the same way for every other team.
1: Exactly, like it goes both ways.
0: And if you don't like that, then you're part of the problem.
1: Like, If you're going to be like that, why don't you be like Storm and buy the ref?
0: Have a second set of books going.
1: Yes. <laughs> but um,
0: we'll now start on move on to the fights from the weekend. I, I mean, sorry, South versus Roosters, <laughs> mate. Really, it was the battle battle of who who was not going to get a player sent off. In saying that, I think South had more players sent to the sin bin than Roosters.
1: Yeah, I think by one or something. Yeah,
0: I think there were two times where South had two players in the sin bin at the same time.
1: Uh, I only saw the one, but yeah. like the once that happened. But yeah. I did, I did fall asleep halfway through that game. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and I've
0: seen some fans getting upset with saying the referee lost control of the game. But I'm sorry, but. We'll tr- everyone wants rugby league to be the greatest game in the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so much issue around in the world, or going around in the world about too much brutality in the world and how it's affecting the youth of today. Whether you believe in th- believe all that or not, I don't care. But if we're trying to grow the game, that's not the look we want to portray around the world to, for growth the growth of rugby league.
1: Well, two, I make two points. Um, the youth of today already fucked up. Yep. Um, and two. No, it's not a good look at all. Like,
0: like there's all these talks about um, issues on nights out. Like, does that mean you're going to let, say, oh, no, they don't need to be arrested because it's just, it's, it's good good for the community. No, it's not. Seriously. How it, yeah, like, how like, is that good for the community? In my opinion, well, it leads us into our second point. Should there be punishments for the teams for having so many players sent to the sim bin yesterday? At time of recording, should there be punishments for the club? Should there be like monetary fine for having too many players sent to the symbian? Because I know in football, soccer, in certain leagues, I think it's in the A league as well. I'm pretty sure it's in the Premier League. If if there's if there's X amount of yellow cards in a game, both teams are fine the same amount for not being for not providing a a clean game, which I totally agree with.
1: Uh, yeah yeah I think I think it's in both legs um yeah, yeah like, like it's a good idea because that way you calm down a little bit
0: yeah because like obviously you're not you don't expect to see because it was seven Symbians, you don't expect to see that every every season but
1: like, m- maybe like two or three yeah. maximum yeah so like
0: obviously I think ones should be the limit two or three and it should be uh, do, do you do monetary fines points off off the points off the table. So like instead like you might get the two points with I mean you win you still somehow win. You get the two points deducted. You know what I mean? Like depending uh, on d- yeah, I was gonna you know say, know what depending I mean? on like, the
1: situation. Yeah.
0: Like it something has to like it doesn't happen often, but it's a to the point where like also should should have the referee I honestly think after both sides had two players sent to the simbin each, the ref just t- called the captain's and said, the next person from either side that does anything, I'm not putting in the simbin, I'm sending them off. Yeah, see, I like that idea. Because it then became, at, at the pub, it became a joke of people getting, of, or who's getting to the, the simbin next, or are they going to send another one, or, or is this one going to go? You know what I mean? Like once you have the four in the simbin, like four seriously, you're getting four in the simbin, two from each side. That's a joke. The next person has to be a send off, or anything after that should be a send off. It's the same as there was a couple of guys that got sent to the simbin twice. Sorry, but once you've been sent once, that's your one warning. If you get sent to the simbin again, you should be sent off because you're clearly not paying attention to what you need to do.
1: Yeah, like if if that was me, I would I'd say, all right, you're going for ten. All right, I've had enough of your shit. Go home. I reckon that's what it's um, it's, because you're going to cause more problems just by bringing them back on. 100%. It's just
0: going to flare everything up and nothing's going to calm down and it's just going to get even worse and worse and worse. Example, a brawl could like break out at any second. So, And that's the thing. Everyone talks about how they don't want to see that in the game anymore. Well, there's
1: only one way to stop it happening. Yeah. Like just they are people. They will learn. Yeah. But you just um, the ref just needs to go. All right, I actually do need to somehow bring con- um, yeah. like reality back yeah. together.
0: Well, like they talk about him losing control. Like he probably you could say he lost control, but I think it was that he didn't take control earlier on in terms of the sim bins and potentially a send off. Like if you get it, if you do the sim bins and you see stuff still going on, that's when you got to give that send off to make the team realize I'm done, guys. This is it.
1: Yeah. Like at the one point or another, he's, he's just going to say, I'm not going to take no shit. Oh, exactly. But um,
0: enough of that. Move on to the next round of matches, mate. Will the Eels or the Sharks, will either side go out and, this weekend and lose and go out in straight sets?
1: You know what? I'm really hoping not. I'm really hoping Sharks and Eels go through.
0: Yeah. Well, mate. Well, here's here's the thing for you. So you got Eels versus Canberra on Friday night. Yeah, this is something that came up earlier today. I saw come up on Twitter. Brad Arthur, the coach of the Eels, record in their appearances in the finals since 2017.
1: Oh, please don't say it. <laughs> Out of
0: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, they've only won two. Uh, what?
1: You're raking my heart, mate.
0: <laughs> well, it's
1: it's not great. It's not a great. Record, it's not
0: great reading, man. man. It really isn't great reading.
1: All right. Um, like come Friday, what's that? Like, well, let's put it down to two out of 10. Yeah. You've got a 20% winning record in finals. Yeah. That's well, man, not a great record.
0: Yeah. And really, like, look, we'll, we'll go back, say, one, two, three. Four, five. We'll go back, say, six games. In the last six games against Canberra, Parramatta's got one, two, three, four wins. So realistically, they've got a winning record in the last few matches. So you'd hope they're going to win. But and look at Canberra last weekend. They went in with nothing to lose. They're going in again this weekend with nothing to lose. That's when that could be their most dangerous
1: yeah, that's what that's what uh, every team that comes eighth scares me the most. Yeah, because like, they would just go, "Oh yeah, screw it," and just pump yours.
0: Yeah, like obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Parramatta's going to win. Um, I think I think Sharks yeah, are going to beat the- South, but but you know what I mean? It's um going to be a very interesting weekend.
1: Yeah, like. I, I the, um the South Cronulla game will be good. Well, that's all I can say. Yeah. It's, um, well, it's I, going... I, I do reckon Sharks would win. Just.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the big thing that could affect it though is having to go for the 92 minutes. But yet again, I think Fitzgibbon even said they're probably just going to really not do much work this week. It's pretty much just going to be making sure they're rested and recovered and ready to go, which I think could be even better. You know what I mean? Like, Realistically, this time of the year, in terms of training, it's uh, even with like weekend stuff that we play. We used to, in the last couple of weeks of the season, we used to really taper off and not do as much fitness work because realistically, you're not going to get many, not going to get much fitter for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not really going to improve your fitness levels at this point.
1: So, yeah, I, think exactly. it's more,
0: I think now it's more about doing that that work, watching tapes, dissecting games, dissecting teams, which again, like, I think really helpful from the last couple of years of being in the COVID bubbles, being in the hubs up in Queensland and all that and all around. um, A lot of the teams and their players would have spent a lot of time dissecting their own footage, obviously, because you've got to do it in small groups. So again, this could potentially even help the teams this weekend, like Cronulla this weekend, not doing as much field work, but doing a lot more of dissecting game plans and working out game plans for this weekend
1: yeah like just a dissect dissection videos and recovery session i reckon would be good for them really that's all you need as i said at this time of the year really that's all you need
0: a light run the day before like always with a captain's run but that's realistically that's all you need come this time of the season for finals because as i said you can't really do there's not much more fitness you can improve on really
1: well, yeah, like there is and there isn't, but it's, well, it's, like, it's got to be like a minuscule difference.
0: Yeah, it's realistically, everything you've done all season is to get you to your fitness levels for this time of the year. So realistically, all it is, is a, a lot of the work might just be for muscle memory. Well,
1: yeah, that, that's all it is. But you, you're trained well enough in the game to already know that anyway.
0: Yeah, but um, so who are your tips for the weekend?
1: Oh mate, it's gonna be sharks and para, I reckon.
0: So neither side's gonna be straight sets.
1: Well, in your well, opinion,
0: well,
1: I hope not because I reckon they're gonna come out firing. Both yeah. Of them.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm hoping Cronulla are, as I said hopefully they have a bit of a bit of a light week this week, and then they come up pumped, pumped up, ready, and rearing to go.
1: And hopefully you dominate South. So. Oh
0: man, I'd love nothing more. But um, we'll now move on. To the AFL, mate. Last weekend, wow! That game on Friday night.
1: Uh, which not, one was the Friday night
0: one? Lions beating Melbourne Demons and ending the streak. Having yeah, they had one in Melbourne since 2014, I believe. Oof, Jesus, that's what forty eight years. Eight years, man. Jesus, man, and that honestly, they were horrendous to start. At the start, mate, they were like, but the D's, the D's kicked themselves. Honestly, I think the D's kicked themselves out.
1: Like I I didn't watch much of the game, so you're gonna have to help me out. So um, I, I did see I did see Lions play well at one stage. Yeah. So in the second half, it was the Lions game.
0: So score breakdown. Like the scores at the end of the quarters were. 3-6 3-6 Melbourne to 1-3 Brisbane at the end of the first quarter. 6-8 Melbourne to 3-4 Brisbane. So, see, like, Melbourne, realistically, and a lot of their chances chances they missed, they should have had. So, realistically, it could have been, like, I don't know, And instead of the eight behinds, they probably could have only had four. You know what I mean? And, like, no, so okay. so, 10 goals. But then yeah, in, yeah. in the sec- second half, the lines part- belted them in the third quarter, going to nine goals five compared to eight goals 11. And in the fourth quarter, finished 14-8 to 11 goals 13. So, realistically, the, the Demons kicked themselves out of the prelim final. They should have had that wrapped up by quarter time. But
1: Well, it sounds like it because every those scores you just read out, the behinds went up more than the goals did. Yeah. Well, what's like, happening
0: there? Like, Brisbane kicked straight. Their first half was terrible, like, but set, they they kicked three goals four to time and then and then they finished fourteen eight. Like their second half was immense.
1: Yeah, okay, like it sounds like they played an absolute extravagant, uh, extravagant game.
0: Oh, mate, it's it was so good to see. Like, given that they haven't won at the G for so long, and they've they've really struggled in the finals the last couple of years, it's good to see them get that really solid finals win. Whether that helps them next week, I don't know, given that they're playing Geelong again at the MCG, but now they've got that off their back. They've won at the MCG. Could that open the floodgates? Because I remember, what was it? Swans in 2005 hadn't won at the G for so long. They won won the prelim final down there, then they won the grand final, and then you look at them since, they've just been on that roll. Yeah. That was really sort of like when they're, it was around that period when their real hot streak started, and since then they've always been up the top.
1: Yeah, like every time I hear, um, like on Fox Sports News, the table they also always, always seem to be in the top four. Yeah. So
0: yeah, when you like you look at the Swans, they're playing out at the SCG, so then it's going to be a huge day out in Moore Park on Saturday. They're playing at four forty-five against Collingwood, who who end up only winning by twenty points. But look, I was keeping up to date with the scores on my on my phone. i well, sorry, on my watch at the Sharks game. Man, it seems like the Pies were never really challenged. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, like, so obviously Flag Mantle's over again. Thank you, Collingwood, for ending Flag Mantle. <laughs> Mate, some of those, some of the people, the Freo fans actually got Flag Mantle 22 tattoos earlier in the season. <laughs> Mate, you, you, can oh. never, you can never be confident. Wait, well, wait all I know that. If, is, all I know some team. people
1: are pretty premature. Then, yeah, <laughs>
0: mate, they need to call those one eight hundred numbers. There's plenty of those around that can help with going off early. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, heading into this weekend, you got two crappy, two decent matches coming up in the prelim finals of the AFL. Geelong versus Brisbane. Honestly, oh, I can't see Geelong losing that though. Yeah, no, nah, like they've been too strong all year. It's yeah, it it would be a
1: I think it'd be a massive turn up if Geelong lost that game. Nah, Geelong was way too strong of a team. Like the only way I see Brisbane winning is that if everyone got injured. Yeah, and I uh, mean everyone. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yet again, I suppose if Bruce if Brisbane bring that form I had in the second second half and especially in the uh in that. Third quarter last week. If they can keep that for the full four quarters, that they're a shot. But I just think Geelong's forward forward half have way too much.
1: Yeah, like it's they're sort of like the uh, Panthers, really.
0: Yeah. The only thing that could maybe hurt Geelong is their age, and Brisbane does have a bit of a younger lineup. So, but I don't know. It'll be it'll be an intriguing contest. But mate, Saturday afternoons. I called it. I called it ages ago that it'd be the grand final. Obviously, it's happened a week early. Swans and Collingwood—they played each other a couple of weeks ago, and uh, wasn't really pretty for the Pies. Really, the last couple of results haven't been too pretty for the Pies against Swans. It's do, do you do you reckon, do you give the Pies a chance, or do you reckon Swans Swans are in the grand final already? I know so you what, can't say too soon, but it's yeah. Being, I mean, being at the SCG,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little too soon. But by the by the sounds of the results, I reckon Swans will have them. Yeah, but that's just saying the results, not anything based on it. Oh, 100%.
0: percent. It'll be um, it'll be a cracking weekend. But um, mate, got to ask you. There we go. Put, putting it in <laughs> now. Who was your grand final this year in the AFL? Who's winning, Geelong or Brisbane? I'm going to have to say Geelong. Yeah, I'm the same. As I said, I see Geelong getting them. If Brisbane can bring that third quarter, second half, and really third quarter energy they had last week against the D's, they're every chance of springing the upset, springing the result. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right, but Geelong's just too, yeah, too yeah. strong. They have, yeah, they gonna I reckon they just run over them. Yeah, and just and say thanks.
0: Yeah, but then you've also then then in Swans and Collingwood, who do you see winning that? For me, oh, swan, Swans and a Canter. SCG swans. on a Sat Saturday twilight. I don't see Collingwood put being able to stop them.
1: No, nah, no, nah, Swans for me. But,
0: it's, again, it would be intriguing if Brisbane and Collingwood both win and make the grand final because 20 years ago in 2002, the grand final was Brisbane and Collingwood. So it could could it be an omen of 20 years later, we get we get a rematch?
1: Oh, that's, that's an interesting thought.
0: Do we get the rematch and Collingwood go one better than 2002 and get the win? Oh. But uh, that could be something that's... we have to discuss next week.
1: Yeah, we need to resign um, first. <laughs> oh,
0: exactly. But I think think we're we both in agreement. It's, it's looking like it'll be a Geelong versus the Swans in the grand final.
1: Yeah, I reckon so. Well, hopefully Sydney win it because it's a, we're, we're in Sydney. But
0: mate, I don't want the Swans to win it. I hate the Swans.
1: Yeah, I know, but I don't follow AFL either. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> oh, oh, I think you're a bit of an estimated supporter, aren't you? Through your family.
1: Yeah, but I never really watch it.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, we'll take you out to a g- couple couple of games next year, and we'll get you right into it.
1: All right, next year then. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, also starting this last week, had the NFL ki- kicking off. Mate, Super Bowl champs, LA Rams lost their first game of the season. My boy Pittsburgh got up in overtime this morning. Watching a bit of it, yeah, and looking at some of the scores, not not really too many blowouts to say. But but every game big was, ones. No, every game was pretty tight. Probably the biggest one probably would have been the Rams and their their opener as defending champs. They lost to the Bills thirty-one to ten. But besides that, there was no real big, no real big losses. We actually had had the Colts and the Texans this morning get a play a play out a tie, twenty, 20 apiece. Yeah. But other than that, a lot of the games were pretty tight. Well, I suppose you had the Chiefs get get a big win over the Cards, 44-21. But besides that, pretty pretty solid opening week of results.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Like,
0: well, obviously I know what, not what was the biggest much? one? They
1: they only lost. They only won by twenty. So yeah. That's Real still not I a think great that's probably big the score. Big,
0: biggest margin would be about twenty points, but um, obviously I know you're not that big onto the NFL. But um, like always, we get to get like always get together for the Super Bowl. We might even try and hook something up. If any any listeners, if you want to watch a game, we'll try and work out where we're going to watch Super Bowl next February, and we'll do that closer. But it could be something to look at. But yeah, it's good to have, it's good to have it back. It gives me something to what watch on a Monday morning or a Tuesday before I go to work and to watch when I get home on a, given that it's about about to be the end of the rugby league season, it gives me something to watch on a Thursday, Friday when I get home from work.
1: Oh yeah, true. Well, but, um, I'm usually, I'm usually working Thursday night, so.
0: Uh, it, well, that's the thing. I, I don't need to worry about that. So I'm liking yeah, yeah. that, that aspect. But yeah. um
1: Lucky bastard. Well, <laughs>
0: But now we're at the end of the show. Come, come to the final part of the show,
1: mate. Mo- your moment of the weekend in the world of sport. What was your moment of the weekend? Mate, my moment of the week was when the final whistle went and the Canberra-Melvin game.
0: Yeah. Canberra like getting up. Ke- kick, yeah, just the hearing the whistle. <laughs> oh, mate, that was a that was amazing.
1: Oh, goodbye, Storm. Oh, See you later, So eh?
0: long, good riddance. Hopefully that's the end of your, do- your run and your go to crap now.
1: Please, please,
0: please. Don't even make finals next year. No. Well, we've both got a mutual friend in Murph who I think would cry the biggest tears of joy if Melbourne went on a massive downward spiral. (laughs) Hell, he would love it. (laughs) But um, no, I think for me, my moment of the weekend, even though Sharks lost, man, that game on Saturday night, honestly, I, I reckon you could nearly even call that game of the season. You know what? I reckon you could. I haven't – I oh, mean, like, like you're a neutral fan. For me as a Sharks fan, even though we lost, that was one of the greatest games I've seen.
1: Mate, I almost fell asleep during it. I was like, oh, yeah, Sharks are winning. Ten minutes to go. Oh, my God, excitement. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up now. I'm awake. Yeah. Oh, was... And, I, and I, was, I was legit about to go to bed. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Time to what's yeah. time for bed. Oh, more action. Yeah. Oh, God, get this adrenaline out of me. <laughs> oh.
0: Like we talked before about how, like, you look at the South Roosters game and that's the game you don't want to use to advertise the game to the world. Show that Sharks-Cowboys game and you can advertise the game to the world for what what rugby league can be. Oh, yeah.
1: And, uh, but, uh, and to be fair, Sharks, they they just got unlucky and Cowboys got very lucky. I, I think the better team won on the night, honestly. It, as a Sharks fan, I'm saying that
0: Cowboys were the better team on the night. They had more control. They They played the game better.
1: Yeah, I reckon I reckon it is, but the, you got they got
0: lucky. I reckon. Yeah, but um, no, nah, one hell of a game, and I think you go a long way to find a better game than that this year. But, yeah, um, you,
1: well, you're gonna type in Google, "What's the better game this year?" That that game will come up.
0: 100 percent, and it'll be a long struggle to, to find anything better. But oh, um, yeah, you, you're in struggle straight if you try. Yeah, and if you do find something, send it my way. I want to watch it. <laughs> but uh, I think that's about it, Scotty. Anything coming up for you in the world of sport this weekend? Anything you're looking forward to?
1: Oh, oh not really. I don't think so, anyway. Nah. Um,
0: It'll be interesting well... to see if there is any football on in England or soccer football on in England, given the games are postponed this weekend because of the death of the Queen. It'll be interesting to see if they play this weekend, given that the, I think, what is it, uh, Monday their time, Monday night, our time, I believe, is the funeral. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, they play any yeah, games this yeah. weekend in the lead-in.
1: I don't think they
0: would. Yeah, no. Like but,
1: I, I, um, I really highly, highly doubt it.
0: Yeah, but, mate, it's shaping up to be, be a great end of the season. Got great games coming up in the NRL and the AFL. Obviously, this time next week, when you hear the episode, we'll we'll definitely be talking up the AFL grand final. I may even try and get Jamie on, given like, no offence, but you aren't as into the AFL as we are. And obviously if Geelong make it, Jamie being a Geelong fan, be able to get a good supporters insight into the feelings heading into a green final. No offence, mate, because it's entirely true. Yeah. But (laughs) again, that's going to change next year when you come out to a few
1: games. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Well, I am looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah, it'll be awesome, man. It'll be awesome. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. But um, I think we pretty much covered everything we need to this week, Scotty.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Like, did yeah. we? Miss, I don't think we missed anything.
0: No. Hopefully, there's no more late overnight sackings from the moment this records to the moment it goes out in the world of sport. Because seriously, it, 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 it was playing on my head. I'm like, crap. Do we need to record again? Do we need to record a bonus part to the episode? Who knows?
1: Yeah, Hope- would you want to stay on a, another hour and just oh, see? Man. <laughs>
0: Nah, we should be all right. I think we're all sweet, all covered. But um,
1: if something I, does happen, we'll do a bonus.
0: Well, possibly. We possibly do a bonus. But uh, like always, rate, re- rate, review, follow, say whatever you want. P- put a bad joke in, give us whatever rating, share us wherever you want. We don't care. But like always, this has been the Chat from the Back po- podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Scotty. And we'll chat to you again in the next episode.